0: Sugar on with Uncle Wee. Now, here in Vancouver, and what our mission is today, is I'm heading up to find some seeds to send to a friend who lives in Washington State who's having a hard time uh, getting decent seeds to be a caregiver for his brother who just went through some back surgery and has had a problem with his eyes and he's got a doctor's recommendation that he use cannabis and apparently he's been growing some what has he been growing some white rhino maybe yes the white rhino he's been growing but today i'm on a search for the super cali mist and some hash plant and anything purple is the shopping list so i'm not exactly sure where i'm going to head first but i'm going to go out for a wander and see what i can come up with to find to send down to these uh good brothers down in the, the u.s. Certainly, this is an ideal location for herb friendly folk to visit while on their trip to Vancouver. Now, in the BC Marijuana Party headquarters, you can go in there and buy your hemp clothes, your various exotic herbs, uh, all sorts of magazines, cannabis culture magazines that got all sorts of back issues, including an issue, a copy of number one signed by Mark Emery and Dana Larson for 25 bucks that I'll put on my Christmas list. And uh, there's even two copies of Cannabis Culture number 13, which is the one that I did the cover story for. So it's always cool to see those because they've been sold out. So it means there's still a few floating around there. Now, next to it is the New Amsterdam Cafe. Oh, also at the Marijuana Party Bookstore, headquarters, bookstore, whatever it is. They have like a little uh, diorama exhibit of all sorts of uh, bric-a-brac about uh, cannabis and drug war history, which is kind of cool to check out. Now, next door to that, you kind of go into an old-timey storefront where there used to be some glass display cases, which they've opened up to make some sort of outdoor smoking benches. And you go into the uh, new, is it the new New Amsterdam Cafe? Or maybe it's just the Amsterdam Cafe. And there's a counter at the back with uh, serving beverages and snacks and whatnot. And then a bunch of long rows of booths. And and then all the way in the back, there's a little compact, cramped, uh, glassed-in smoking room for tobacco smokers. Along the other side is a big counter filled with uh, pipes and bongs and hookahs and other croupes that complement the uh, smoky lifestyle. And I went in there but I didn't linger because it was quite packed and busy, right? It's a little bit too much commotion for my taste. Now in between those two shops is another stairwell that the adventurous soul may want to go up and visit the uh, second or uh, even the third floor to uh, pursue any uh, advanced knowledge. If you're down here late at night, you want to make sure you keep heading west from here. You don't really want to head east unless you're uh, uh, fairly adventurous and and able to uh, keep your wits about you in a a little bit of a hectic urban environment. But if you do head down east, you can go up to Main Street, right along the same little tour here, and uh, take a right, and you'll end up in Chinatown, which has some great shopping. But again, late at night, early morning, you might not want to be around there unless you're... uh, able to uh... maintain your sanity in the midst of urban chaos which uh... as it is this mason obelisk here is quite uh... decorated with wreaths with purple banners and red poppies and all sorts of things it's very nicely trimmed up and it's a cute looking little park with stone benches and nice uh... lights and as a nice touch the uh... the hoods the shields on the street lights even look like world war one era helmets which is kind of slick and oddly enough there's a british flag flying I'm sure there's a Canadian one in there as well. Let's hope so, right? But uh, a lot of those old troops fought under the British flag. So even when the Canadian flag was developed, people were a little hesitant to because that's the flag that they had gone to war, especially in World War I, under. And so it wasn't really until the 50s that Canada really nationally adopted its own flag. Oh, yeah, coming around here we see a British flag, a Canadian flag, uh, uh, some other kind of Dominion of Canada flag, maybe a precursor to it. Uh, maybe a British Columbia flag. They're not really waving, so it's hard to tell. Royal Air Force flag. Their name liveth for liveth forevermore. Their their name liveth forevermore. In memory of those who gave their lives in the service of our country. Well, it was very sweet, and there's all these wreaths with the purple banners saying who they're from. And it's quite an interesting setting here, because looking across down to my right, you have the beginnings of urban blight. Down there straight ahead, you have the cute little uh, gas town Shopping Tourist District. Kind of ahead to my left, there's the Weed Emporiums. Heading back into downtown a little further left with the uh, lit up, Christmas sparkly light, Harbor Center uh, thing spinning around up there, the province and sun building. You can see that just underneath a misty night. Well, next up for me, I'm going to head down the straight ahead way and pop into the canby to see about one of those Granville Island li- Lions winter ale and okay. uh, maybe some sort of uh, small snack or something kind. You've been chewing along with Uncle Wee's Wild Hijinks.